Hello and welcome to Top Fives, the show of everything Top Fives, presented by the Sex Effects. I'm Joey Prati. And I'm Sean Day. And today we are just going to have a, a cavalcade of fun. Uh, but before we get to that, Shawnee, how are you doing, my brother? I'm good, man. I just got back from work, just speeding over here to the apartment to uh, set up for recording the podcast, but jacked up on coffee and I'm all good, dude. <laughs> excellent. Yes. Most excellent, sir. How are you doing, Joe? I'm, I'm good, man. Um, very excited to be doing the show. Um, you know, we, we usually record on Mondays and uh, power has been fucking crazy here with the storm yeah, um, and my, my power went out. So the, and then I thought I had this other engagement and then that got canceled. So the show got shuffled around and this really is one of the the bright spots of my week is recording the, sh- the show with you. And uh, it's it's not doing it earlier in the week. I've just been kind of bummed. And now here we are <laughs> recording and I'm like, oh, yeah. Now I see why I might have been in a in a bad mood all week. <laughs> I miss this. I miss this. So uh, yeah, I'm excited. Is it still storming up there in uh, Monterey with you guys? It's it's been off and on. We thought it just ended, but we just got reports tonight that it's going to start up again uh, oh, wow, next man. week, and that it's going to be worse. So, do you see all those uh, yeah. the footage of San Jose and like the floodings over there, man? Up uh, up in the bay. Yeah. It's well, crazy, in Big right? Sur, one of the bridges um, is beyond repair. Like one of the famous bridges. Oh shoot! Not Bixby, but the other one. Yeah. Damn, so that's I mean, crazy. that's fucked up. But. Yeah, I would have never like imagined that happening because you know we were like in this drought and like you know yeah. it started raining. We had that like you know a couple was it last month or or was it in January, January or December? Like we had that couple weeks of rain and yeah, we we managed to get like I guess over two hundred percent of like how much water we can consume in this area. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's crazy, man. It's supposed to be like over here in Los Angeles, like really cold the next couple of days uh, at night. It's been freezing. It's, yeah, freezing here lately. So, so. <laughs> and uh, us Californians, we're not used to that. So, <laughs> <laughs> Mother Nature doesn't. Mother Nature, she gives zero fucks. Yeah, man. She's like, I'm gonna do what I want when I want, and you have to respect <laughs> that. You do. You do. <laughs> yeah, man. So um, quickly, before we uh, get to our lists, um, I feel like we, we have a bit of housekeeping. The last several episodes, we've been talking about the drama behind the scenes of uh, the Batman, the DCEU Batman movie. That's right. And today they officially announced uh, Matt Reeves as the director after talks had apparently broken down. And um, I was kind of hoping that no one would take this job and that it would implode, but it looks as though it's moving forward and um, it sounds very positive. I've never seen Matt Reeves' films. I haven't seen the Planet of the Apes movies. Have you? I have not, actually, but oh. I heard they were really good. I heard that, too. So, um, everyone, everything that I'm reading is like he's very focused on character and story and, you know, will s- skirt the spectacle if if it's more important to show relationships. So uh, I'm excited for, for that, but uh, yeah. I don't know. This, nowhere in the press release was Ben Affleck mentioned. Yeah. And there's all this controversy. It's like, is he going to leave the movie? You know, is what's going to happen. And I guess he still has his creative hand in it as far as like writing it. Um, but, but it's getting a rewrite. It's getting, yeah, it's getting, it's just all over the place, but yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. That's, that is a positive notion as far as bringing another, you know, fi- finalizing the director for it. And, you know, I was hoping that Ben Affleck would take on as director. 
Um, but you know, yeah. those, those types of, uh, you know, changes and, and, uh, you know, um, decisions are for the better, I would hope. So yeah, we will see. <laughs> we will see. Um, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> also, I watched, uh, I watched Dr. Strange. Oh, cool. what do you think about it? Yeah. I, Shawnee, it's, it's, was number three on your list last week. And yes. I wanted to love this movie. <laughs> I was, you know, I was a bit distracted over the weekend. So maybe, I don't know, man. I just, it was the first time, you know, Marvel gets a lot of flack for um, being very sane, you know, and that's never really yeah. bothered me before um, until this movie. It felt kind of tired. Like, I, I didn't think the jokes, the humor landed at all. Like, uh, the Beyonce joke, especially, I thought was kind of... <laughs> Kind of cringeworthy. And Benedict Cumberbatch's uh, accent, just, he he clearly can't do an American accent, and it made me question <laughs> his acting ability. Um, so that was distracting to me. Yeah. That, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It just something didn't click, and I wanted to love it because I know how much you like it. And Yeah. That's I was okay, like, man. yeah, we're, we're going to talk Doctor Strange, and we're going to fucking say how much we want to <laughs> suck all over it, but so, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's, it's different. Like, uh, after, I mean after rewatching it, there are like those little moments, like the jokes fall flat. And so some part of me thinks it's like, it's supposed to fall flat. Cause that's just his character. Like he's such an asshole that like his jokes are flat. Like, it's just like that purposely he's trying to make a, a funny moment. And then like, uh, what's his name? Wong finally like right. laughs at one of his jokes or whatever. But, um, and like, that's, that's like a joke that's tailor made f- for, for the theater, you know, like yeah, you yeah. imagine seeing that movie, in the movies and one of those jokes happens and the fucking audience eats it up. But at home, it, I don't think it works as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. On a, on a second or not, not first, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it still definitely had that like Marvel Disney vibe, like, you know, yeah. the origin story, you know, we got the, the, the villain and, uh, I would say my negative, I didn't really like the Dormammu character. Um, that was interesting. That was interesting. I like how they use his kind of wit and his, you know, brains to kind of solve that problem and like, you know, use time to kind of torture him and, and work out some sort of deal or whatever. Instead of yeah. like doing the, you know, the whole like usual, the usual Marvel thing, like everyone kicking ass at the end or whatever. Yeah. And he just annoyed someone until they went away. I thought, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was kind of brilliant. <laughs> and then I did like how like the, like, cause I was expecting when I went into the movie, like the third act would be you know, the whole city being destroyed and shit like that. And then they have to just, you know, they have to fight everyone, but they ended up yeah. doing this interesting thing where they, they, uh, reverse the whole like sequence of the, the city getting destroyed. And like, I thought that, that was, was like, refreshing. Yeah. Those are some interesting takes on the, on the movie and, and it does get formulaic with the Marvel or like origin stories, I guess. And so like, those are kind of my negatives about it. But, um, I don't know after like a couple watches, dude, uh, it was pretty interesting to see. And I guess, for the further on the infinity war stuff, like, okay, I'm down with Dr. Strange. Like, yeah. Like being inside. These are rules we're going to have to learn because they're going to be a part of the Marvel cinematic universe fabric from now yeah. on. So, uh, I, I want to give it another re, uh, another rewatch. I, uh, I bought it. So I've, I've got it. Cool. <laughs> was, was Dr. So. Strange in the Avengers? Is he, is he a, a member of the Avengers at all? I feel like every Marvel character at one point or another has been an Avenger. I'm not, I'm not positive on that, but I'm, yeah. I'm sure he probably has. For sure. But 
I could totally see yeah. a couple of years down the line, like they have, I mean, I think, I feel like it's going to be like that where they're going to close the, the book on the story on this current lineup of Avengers and have kind of like a different lineup. I mean, they already had with like the Captain America series, they had, um, you know, like, uh, um, Falcon and Captain America vision, like that kind of new lineup yeah. of adventure characters. So I'd be down to see that with Dr. Strange and I guess like this whole different universe and, and it that was, would be it was, cool. Yeah, it was interesting. Like now they're getting kind of like mystical, you know, uh, with it. And, and I don't know. I think this is only that's the only way to move forward is kind of just start introducing even those little more um, out, you know, out there concepts. Um, whereas DC has to catch up with them. <laughs> but DC, uh, yeah, DC's in trouble. They announced you, Nightwing. Yeah, I I, re- I just read about that uh, yeah. uh, on my break. So um, and it's gonna be the the. What's his name? The guy who who directed the Lego Batman movie. Yes, which I have not seen, and I think oh. hopefully our next episode we will be able to talk about that. Fantastic. I'll try to see it this weekend. It's good. Um, it's really good. I heard it's and it's I heard it's uh very comical, obviously, and humorous. But I heard it stays true to the character of Batman and yeah, and the uh, other characters involved too as well. It's a good character study on Batman, even if yeah. Say, Lego movie, I would say. <laughs> I, I I didn't have any uh, real gripes other than the fact that uh, Billy D. Williams should have been should have had more lines, man. Yeah, uh, he finally got to play Two Face, and he has like three lines, and I was bummed. <laughs> but uh, no, it's fun. It's a good movie. Cool. Yeah, I gotta I gotta watch it, man. And then we got like, dude, we got Logan coming up. Logan, I'm gonna. Oh man, fucking be all over Logan. And I've heard I've heard it's gotten really really good reviews so far. Yeah, um, po- positive feedback. So, dude, I'm excited. I'm just I'm, I'm just really excited, excited just to go into it and be like, hey. And I I heard it's kind of its own little movie compared to the other you know movies with Wolverine in it. Which Hugh thank character. God. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. It's good they're doing that, and I know the X Men universe is kind of like all over as far as continuity and and <laughs> just. A, I think they just Fox just says fuck it, like we'll just make a movie yeah. and see where you know all those characters go. And um, I, have you checked out Legion yet? I haven't seen that yet. I, but, I haven't. No. Uh, maybe I'll I'll probably watch a little bit of that this weekend. So if you have a chance to, maybe we'll we'll talk a little about a Legion as well. I'll try to. I'm on that uh, OJ Made in America train right now. I know you told me. But I still gotta. Get, I, I'm so late to the party on some of these shows, man. Because like. I feel like that show is out, yeah, out for a bit, and then the People versus OJ. It's that's good, but I'm watching the uh, the documentary. It's the, like the seven hour documentary. Oh my the god, the thirty for thirty, the ESPN one, but it's it's gotcha. fucking comprehensive, dude. Okay, um, all right. Yeah, yeah, those thirty for thirty uh, documentaries are great. They're they're usually filled with a lot of interesting stories and backstories yeah. on some of these people. So cool. Yeah. Well. Um, I believe the show is called Top Fives, and it's time to do our top fives. Um, yeah. You want to Rochambeau to see who goes first? Yeah. Let's do okay, it. Okay. Let's do Ready? it. Two out of three? Two out of three. Two out of three. Ro- Rochambeau. Oh, you might. All right. We just we both did scissors. Rochambeau. <laughs> it's hard with the We can, the we video. can time this. We can okay, time ready? this. Ro sham Bo. Bo. I got one. This looks really one. bad on the other it end. It looks <laughs> really bad. <laughs> Don't do paper, kids. <laughs> All right. 
Ro, Ro Sham Bow Bow. Alright, we both did scissors again. One more time. Ro, Ro Sham Bow. Bow. Alright, two out of three. I'll go first. Shawnee. Yes. What are your top five favorite movie scores? Ooh. Okay. Out the bat, number one is going to be uh, the Back to the Future series yeah. uh, by, written by Alan Silvestri. Damn, that's a good one, dude. Uh, Alan, okay, so Back to the Future. Um, I really like uh, The Dark Knight. Uh, actually, did uh, is it Hans Zimmerman? Zimmer? Han, Han, Hans, Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Did he do all the... Uh, the, the trilogy Batman begins he did with James Newton Howard. Okay. Um, but uh, Dark Knight on, it was just him. Yeah. Dark Knight, I would say for sure. Um, but I do love his work throughout the whole, uh, the trilogy. Uh, let's see. Ooh, gosh. Does this count movies and f- like TV shows too? Or just um, movies? I was thinking just movies, but if you want to throw a TV show in there, I won't stop you. Um, this is a new one for me, man. Westworld. I really like the Ooh. Westworld soundtrack. Um, right on. It's just great because they have uh, their main theme and and compositions for that, and they also have the music they play in the bar, the piano that's it's playing like a bunch of like I think modern day covers, but in this old yeah. like classy, timey, old timey kind of thing. Ragtimey. Time. Ragtime. Yeah, ragtime. <laughs> so Westworld. Uh, man, that's probably three or four up there. Uh, let's see here. Gosh, this one's hard, dude. It's yeah. Uh, S- John Williams, Star Wars. <laughs> which which Star Wars though? There's a there's a lot of different. I'm gonna go with, man. You know, I do like Empires, but a lot of the music, uh, a lot of the music from A New Hope, I really like because it's just yeah. like the main title, the ending uh, sequence where they're you know they're getting their awards. And, um, it's just a lot of music that obviously connects to me with, through like just all the, all the star Wars geekdom that I love. And it's a hard one, dude. Cause I mean, empire strikes back. There's some tons of great music in that too, as well. Yeah. Especially near the, the kind of third act of the film. Um, but yeah, I would say specifically John Williams and the star Wars series. Nice. Uh, five. Damn dude. I know. I, I could probably think of more, but Man, that is a hard sell. Um, gosh. You know what? I got to say a Clockwork Orange. Ooh, fuck. Because it's some good. really, really cool. That's like fucking good. God damn it. It's like I, I remember uh, doing I, I took a class on uh, music and film and they showed us uh, some segments from the film. And, you know, I, I guess I. I don't think I saw it before they showed me the, these uh, couple clips, but I saw it right after, and I think you showed it to me. Um, but it's very like synth, you know, synthesized like eighties yeah. kind of sounds. And um, I'm I'm trying to remember who who composed it right now. Oh, dude, who did that? This is we got to do. Let's Google see. Check. Google checks on this. But, orange score. Oh man! But there's like the Beethoven. You know, they do kind of like uh, almost like homages to some of the Beethoven stuff and Ludwig van Ludwig van. And that's, what's great Uh, is they incorporate the music into, uh, you know, his character, the main character. 
So, um, yeah. I'm trying to remember the... Oh, man. Edward Elgar? No, no. Shoot, I don't know. We're going to get it. Wendy Carlos? It's probably a combination. I'm sure it's... Rossini? I'm sure it's a soundtrack of... uh, um, What do you call it? A cura- is it cura- uh, curation? Curated. Curated. Library. Library. Yeah, I'm sure it's a collection of different uh, songs and soundtracks. But I really like the the music does play such a huge part in the in the film, and kind of heightening uh, the main character and all the mischief that goes around the whole like the whole thing. And yeah, uh, that's yeah, that's my five, dude. So wow. fuck, that's back, a good one. I know back. Back to the Future, I love the main theme. Uh, Alan Silvestri, I actually had a chance when we were in college to go to a seminar where Alan Silvestri came and he did all, he uh, showed us all his work and, and examples of his work and he did like Forrest Gump and yeah, I didn't realize like how many movies he's done. That's tight. And uh, yeah, Dark Knight all the way. Westworld, I would say Westworld slash, if we're doing television, Game of Thrones because yeah, Game of Thrones main title is freaking awesome. And I just I uh, I saw this posted a, a couple months ago, but it's coming this coming month. But uh, Game of Thrones, they're doing a um, the, the people who compose the music, they're actually doing a concert, and they're gonna oh, have cool. it's super cool, dude. I, I I don't know how much tickets are, but it's gonna be they're gonna have like two uh, stages, and it's gonna be set up all themed and everything, and they're gonna play all the music, and they're gonna have like video from the show, so. Um, yeah, check that out. If I don't know if it's going to be coming to the Bay, but uh, it's coming to Los Angeles, and I'm kind of curious how much those tickets are. But <laughs> it yeah. would be really cool to like see something like that because you know Game of Thrones is one of my favorite shows. Uh, John Williams, Star uh, Star Wars, and uh, what was the last one? Oh yeah, Clockwork Orange. Yeah, for sure. Very nice. Very good, nice. Good one, man. Hit it with the music and film. Two yeah. of my favorites. All right, Joe, what's your All top five? All wrapped up in one package. Um, <laughs> number five, The Godfather, oh, Nito dude. Rota. Yes. Um, Very iconic. I just, I feel like I connect with my people when I listen to that music and <laughs> I want to do everything very you. slowly and elegantly. And, <laughs> um, number four, I'm going to do The Imperial March by John Williams. Ooh, yes. Slash Han Solo and the Princess. I love that oh, one as well. Oh, Yes. You're picking, I like um, how you're picking the main, like those themes, man, for sure. Um, number three, it's going to be Batman, Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman, okay. I think, like, as, you know, the Dark Knight one is cool. Batman Begins one is cool, but it's, you can't, like, hum it, you know? Like, it's, it, all it is is, <laughs> and it just kind of goes, where the Danny Elfman one is, um, na, 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 na. like you, know you just, oh, dude. you, you feel Gotham when you hear it, you know, I, I might, I, I might have to take mine back then. Cause that, you know, that's the one I always kind of picture when I, when I think of Batman, that main theme from Danny Elfman. So it's, oh, it's a pretty gorgeous that. piece. I love that. Um, number two would be, uh, the Zither score from The Third Man. Okay. Um, fuck, I gotta give this guy credit. I, I'm blanking on his name and I know it. Um, An- Anton Krass, I believe it is. Um, Third Man score. God damn it. An- Anton Krass, I was right. Um, okay. Yeah. 
fucking Carol Reed heard him playing the zither in a cafe and was like, you're going to score my movie. <laughs> um, and it's cool. You know, the very first shot is, is just a close up of the zither being played, you know, that's really cool. Uh, you don't yeah. see an instrument like that a lot, you know, and, and especially like putting it in a film just kind of started off from the get go. Yeah. And it gives it this kind of, um, not cartoony, but you know, it, it, it gives you the whole vibe of the movie, like right yeah. there, you know, and that's the importance of music sometimes, you know, in film, right. You know, to set yeah. up the, the, uh, the theme and the, uh, atmosphere of the scene. So exactly. <laughs> Feeling tone, you know, it can convey a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why my number one is dun, 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 dun. Dude, that's another one I didn't think about. Oh, that's probably on mine too. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, is there anything that gets you more like just fucking pumped? Like, put that on when you're driving through preferably like a wooded area and just go for it. You just want the adventure and get your fedora and whip. Yeah, man. Oh, that's a great, yeah, great John, score. John dude. Williams. I wanted to put Jurassic Park somewhere on there as well. Oh my god, that was a tough one to leave off. You know what? Damn, there's so many good scores out there, dude. There are, and th- those are the ones like the ones that you can hum back and you think about that score and you think about the movie, like it parallels the movie and you can think yeah. of that specific scene. So um, that's yeah, dude. Freaking Indiana Jones. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't <laughs> think of that, dude. Oh man, it's it's tough in the moment. That's a yeah, that's a good one, dude. Thank, Thank you, you for bringing that top five today. Hell yeah, always down to talk music <laughs> <laughs> and film. So, yeah, best of, well, best of both worlds. Best of both worlds. Well, Joe, I, I got my top five for you today. These are your top five favorite chocolate candy bars oh you motherfucker either uh, in the usa or outside of the usa god damn it okay yeah number one oh oh this stuff i gotta give it to kit kat just because it's been there forever fuck it no number one is mars bars number two is <laughs> kit kat um mars bars which uh you know your, your, your grandmother so lovingly brings every single time and i try to make it last for for as long as possible <laughs> and um, Kit Kat Twix, the Trader Joe's chocolate bars. Ooh, I don't I know what they're called. Those. I can't. I can't think of the name, but they're just. They come in like these squares. It's like a dense piece of chocolate. It's real good. Is it their brand? Like their brand Trader Joe's? Or I don't think so. It's just sold there. It's like it's like a wafer, and then okay. just a pound of chocolate on top of that. It. It's oh, shoot, really good. That sounds so good. Um, and then the last one. Oh boy, this is tough. Candy Reese's peanut butter cups. Ooh, I like. Yeah, that, Shawnee, that, that was that's <laughs> making me hungry. Your list is making me. I real know, hungry. dude. I have like no. Ch- it's funny. I picked this topic. I have like no chocolate in my apartment right now. Oh no, which sucks. So maybe I have to go go out real quick and grab something. <laughs> but uh, this actually perfectly transitions to mine. My last one, number five, is a Reese's peanut butter cup. Fantastic. Uh, either the big ones or the small ones. I don't mind either. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. As far as the chocolate versus the white chocolate debate, I'm good for whatever, man. But I prefer milk chocolate overall, I would say. Although some In candy a candy bars bar, dark- yeah. Yeah. 
some some dark chocolate every now and then depends i guess what chocolate bar it is but uh, kit kat number, does a good dark chocolate yeah kit kat um what's the other one uh i know some english chocolate they do it i believe i think cadbury like they're just their chocolate bars cadbury they just have like a, oh, like nice. a milk chocolate one and then a uh, dark chocolate one but uh number four twix get the yeah. twix um <laughs> I somehow end up always picking when I go to like Walgreens or like some grocery store, I always end up picking up like a little thing of Twix just there staring at me at the, at the aisle. And I freaking love Twix. And it's like, <laughs> for some reason I have to, I don't know, like I pick up one package, but I, I should pick up two. Cause I feel like I just eat those so quickly and shove those right <laughs> <in my mouth. laughs> um, number three is uh, Cad. I think it's Cadbury flakes which is another British chocolate. Um, it's kind of a w- crazy consistency. I don't know how to explain it, but if you ever have a chance, check it out, guys. Uh, <laughs> I mentioned for my number two, I mentioned Cadbury milk chocolate bars. So I have one on mine, and it's the... Kind of got used to it after a couple of years, but it's the it's their fruit and nut version of it. Oh, wow. I don't know, I don't know what it is about it, but it's just like really good i don't know maybe it's the crunchiness and like having something else besides just pure chocolate but uh that's my number two and then of course number one the mars bar takes it which is another english staple and something that my grandparents (laughs) break over every year and uh, i can't get enough of those man and i'm still trying to figure out uh places that sell it i know uh cost plus sells those every now and then yeah i've been seeing them pop up in the uh in the u.s more and more often yeah, maybe it's I don't know, maybe it's it's starting to catch on. So, yeah, dude. Get, always get always down for some Mars bars. And I know yeah. I know we we usually get them from my grandparents and I'm sure they they go the first week you get them cuz they <laughs> I try to make them last. I try. I try to make them last too, man. <laughs> it's just and it's like it's I mean compared if if no one knows what a Mars bar is, it's kind of like a what would be the American I would say Milky person? Way is the be- is the closest. Milky Way. It's got like caramel in it, right? And yeah, um, it's yeah, nice chocolate shell, gooey caramel center. <laughs> it's it's very Milky Way like, but they're like thicker and just all around better. <laughs> yeah, like a richer, like a richer taste, right? Yeah, the cho- yeah. whatever the chocolate they use. Yeah. So uh, yeah, dude, freaking excellent. Yeah, I got two two English chocolates on there. I love chocolate. I love chocolate, man. <laughs> I love that list. Thank you, sir. That was good. Yeah, dude. T- time to pick up some chocolate after this. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Shawnee froze. Oh, Joe. Uh, sorry, dude. Oh, oh no. I lost you, man. Oh wait, I hear you. I hear you. Can you hear me? I can, can hear you me? now. I lost your I lost your picture, but I could still hear you. I lost your picture, but I can hear you. Are you still rolling? Yes, sir. I'm still rolling. Cool. Me too. <laughs> Audience, that's how we there do it here. That's the sex effects way. Um, and speaking of sex effects way, it's sex effects share time with the sex effects Shawnee. Do you have anything fun you'd like to share with our audience this week? Funny. I got, I got nothing funny to share, but um, let's see. What have – I always end up going back to like TV shows and start watching. So, oh, yeah. Uh, what was the TV show I was watching uh, the other day? Oh, it crossed my mind. I'm sorry, dude. 
Um, I was right. gonna actually, I was actually gonna share uh, for the share time Nightwing, but I know we mentioned it earlier. Oh my bad. In the no, no, it's okay. It's uh, no, it's all my bad. As as we further discussion, uh, further the, the discussion on it. Um, yeah, what do you think about the Nightwing movie, and how how do you think they're gonna go about doing it and introducing the character? Um, you know, I I think it's about damn time that Richard Grayson got his uh, his own movie. Yeah. Uh, I would have liked to have seen, in an ideal world, I would have loved to have seen an actor start out, you know, as a fucking 12-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and be like, uh, I thought the way they did Hit Girl and um, Big Daddy in Kick-Ass oh, yes. and their fight scenes, it's like, that's how you shoot a Batman and Robin fight scene. Like, everyone's like, it's too violent. I'm like, you're missing the point. Like, you at least see that, you know, a guy and a kid can kick ass and it can look pretty fucking cool. Cool. Yes. Um, so I would love to have seen the Robin character evolve in the Batman movies and then go on to star in his own Nightwing movie. I thought that could have been sick, but we're getting a Nightwing movie. I'm happy about it because Dick Grayson is such an awesome character. He's a nice guy. And, um, yeah, he's, he's kind of the, he's been called the, the heart and soul of the DC universe for a long time. And, yeah, maybe he can be our, our Steve Rogers. Who knows? Yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited. It's uh yeah, it's about damn time. I mean, I loved uh, like playing the Arkham series and how they had Nightwing in there, and I do like the look. I hope hopefully they go for the kind of same look or yeah, you know, kind of a similar look. But um, yeah, the be interesting to to do it. I don't know how you know who they're gonna cast for it or how they're kind of kind of you know wind them in there. Um, Joseph Gordon Levitt wouldn't be bad. Yeah, you know, I could I could see him as Nightwing. I don't know who else. It it's would like, fuck up the everyone would be like, huh? The continuity. It would. Yeah, they would never continuity. do it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll have to see. As I, I know that they have to finalize all this Batman talk and and with the Batman movie, and I'm sure probably Batman would come out before the Nightwing movie. I think, probably I yeah. Actually, the Batman movie would be a perfect way to introduce the character. Um, Maybe it'd be cool if it was about their relationship and repairing the relationship. Ah. Um, But that's, that's fan thinking for you, you know? Yeah. Fan speculation. Yeah. But no, um, it's pretty cool. That was surprising. That was really surprising to see that today and, and cool. Yeah. I, I almost thought when I read the headline, it said Lego Batman director. I thought they were going to make a Lego Nightwing version and then i oh, opened up man. the you know i opened up the article and i was like oh you know that'd be because i you know get, you know the lego uh franchise and you know with lego batman's getting, getting a lot of you know buzz and everything and i i would see them totally doing like a lego version of that but i think it's about due time that we see it on the on the big screen and we've seen you know animated versions of it um you know it's through the video games and everything else and other types of mediums so uh, yeah, super excited for what's going to come of that. <laughs> we'll just have to see how the Batman is made and, and how they move forward with that. Yeah, and, that uh, is also, that's going to be very interesting. Um, I don't know, man. It's, yeah, it's well, kind of, it's a weird, I don't we know. We'll have to see. <laughs> we will. And it'll be okay yeah. because at the end of the day, it's just a fucking movie. Yes. Um, I always have to remind myself of that. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Joe, what what do you have to share this week? I don't have much, but you know, I don't I don't have much either. I was gonna um, 
share about, I was going to go to that Central Coast Riders first meeting, um, but because of the storm, the power went out and they canceled the meeting. So oh, I, I can't really talk about it because it didn't happen. So, um, <laughs> and I, I, I'm a terrible, terrible host because I didn't prepare, um, anything. Oh, that's all good. That. But what, uh, uh, what's the, is it like a bunch of, uh, you know, local writers get together and they share their work and get together and I guess they, we all get dinner or whatever. And then they have a speaker and, okay. um, so they had this novelist in town and she was going to give a talk about like dialogue or something like that. So, um, I was really looking forward to it, but, uh, yeah, this past couple of weeks have just been crazy. So I, I will shout out to, uh, to my, my dad and my brother who work storm duty, you oh, know, man, like that's right. 24 hour fucking shifts at PG and E like, thank you guys for, you know, putting in the hours and, and getting people's power back on. So, uh, I'll shout that. That'll be my share time. I'll shout out to uh, my <laughs> my dad, my brother, and anyone who is working to get the power back on in these in these areas. <laughs> uh, I would like to shout out uh, your cousin Mickey because he's been uh, commenting on our page. Oh, so yeah, so he's been uh, putting up some top fives of his own. So if anyone else is listening, feel free to start. If you would like to share your own top five of the topic for the week, uh, feel free to put it in the comment section on our, our latest posts. I love and that. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if we uh, ever have a chance, maybe we'll have Mickey on the show sometime. So he big would shout be out to Mickey. an excellent guest. Thank you, Mickey. So, yeah. Thanks, dude. <laughs> That's Thanks awesome. for being our only listener. <laughs> yeah. It... It helps. It really helps. <laughs> it helps. <laughs> but I liked his, he had a top five for our Marvel episode. So I really liked to, I liked his list and he had some interesting ones that actually we didn't put in there. So, Ooh, yeah. I'd, be, I'd be curious to check that out. I'm out. Why? Well, became out. Irish all of a sudden. <laughs> um, just do a episode, just all Irish accents one of these days. <laughs> that would be fun to do a whole or British accented ap- episode. Yeah. Well, that'll be like a special, a sex effects special. We'll just <laughs> do the strangest thing ever and just change our accents randomly. Oh, or we'll be just like Robin Williams. Like, I do voices. But yeah, fantastic, Shawnee. Um, this is a good list. Good share time. Where can we find more of your work on the internet, sir? All right, you guys can find me on Instagram at Shawnee Music. And then on my website, shondaymusic.net. And Joe, where can we find your work? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Joey Parati. It's private. Oh, and uh, you can also check out my website, joeyparatiscripts.com. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget to uh, follow the show on Instagram at The Sex Effects. Um, don't forget to follow us on Facebook. The Facebook. Sex at, Effects uh, Top Fives? Top Fives Podcast. Excellent. And also on iTunes, the Sex Effects Podcast. Um, email the show at sexfacts at gmail.com. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no, no. No? Say, woo! <laughs> oh, oh, excellent. I thought you were starting to talk and I felt like such a dick. Anyway, <laughs> um, that about does it for this week's show. Please tune in. Please tell your friends. Please uh, make mixtapes full of our episodes and pass them out to people who play tapes. 
Um, <laughs> until next time, I'm Joey Parati. And I'm Sean Day. Thanks for Thanks for listening. listening. Thanks for Thanks for listening. listening. <laughs> Might have been close. Close, dude. <laughs> Very close. Ah. Ah.